What does the average week look like for you? Sure, it may start with church on a Sunday morning, but by Monday, can any of us remember what the sermon was about? We spend so much of our time on just making it through the week. Helping our children with online school, balancing our job and our family life, finding time for our spouse or our significant other. But most of what we do related to our faith is crammed into about 80 minutes on a Sunday. Did you know that in a week there are 10,080 minutes? If we're spending only 80 of those focusing on our faith, what are we doing with the other 10,000? That's what this podcast is all about. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 10,000 Podcast. We want to bring God into your 10,000 minutes each and every week. My name is Sawyer Trapp. I'm joined by our lead pastor, Matt Wolf. Hey, everybody. I'm so glad you're listening. Uh, the snow came this weekend. That's right. And now it's melting today. Mm-hmm. Just a beautiful, sunshiny day. Colorado. Um, I always love the first snow. Well, we had snow earlier in October. Yeah, I guess. That, was, that wasn't a snow. The first real snow. This was real snow. I mean, this was it was snow. really cold. We One of our neighbors gave us this big inflatable donut last year, so I blew up the donut, got McKinley out there, was running around with her. Man, nice. it's a hard job. It's a workout. But yeah, I <laughs> just loved it. I hope you guys enjoyed the snow, those of you who are listening here in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's time for summer again. Just about. Supposed to warm back up. So No, I, I, I always wish. Like I'm all I love the first snow. That's my thing. And that's snow. it. First that's and it. done. I'm ready. Ready <laughs> for spring. Um, but I'm glad you guys are listening. Yeah. We this past Sunday continued our at our core series with our seventh message, but sixth core value. We threw yep. in the new name, of course, Arise Church Denver, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um I love our name. Me too. It, but uh yeah, this this sixth core value was passionate worship. Mm-hmm. Passionate worship, that we worship Jesus authentically to glorify God and captivate the unchurched. Yep, that's and right. And worship is, if you've grown up in church or you've gone to church for a while, you, you think of the worship service on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Sometimes even people uh, narrow it down to the worship service just to, to the music. Just the music, yep. But worship is more than that, isn't it, Sawyer? That's right. What is it? Worship is any thought I'm trying to think of a good dictionary definition, but um, any thought, action, um, or deed that brings glory to God. Sure. And, and it doesn't have to give glory to God. We, we do it to glorify oh, true. God. true. Yes, yeah. Yes. I mean, we give our affection to something. We love for something. We cheer something on. Like, that's why we even have American Idol, right? We call it that because it's like... I don't like, think it's on anymore, but... Okay. Uh, maybe. Okay. maybe I don't know. I mean, but, but yes, people the voice. You know, I don't even know what the shows are now. The <laughs> voice. Um, but you watch these things because people love it. They almost worship. Like we say that we worship this person. Oh, yeah. We worship this team. We worship this director of movies. Whatever the thing is, right. because that's what we do. We worship In and Out Burgers. Just coming to uh, our neck of the woods. I know. Here. I'm so excited. I cannot <laughs> wait. <laughs> But we worship these things because we give them our affection, our esteem. We love these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what we're called to do as followers of Jesus is to worship Jesus. Right. To do it authentically, in spirit and in truth, and to do it to glorify God and captivate the unchurched. Mm-hmm. So it's much more than music. It's much more than the service. It's what we do in our 10,000 minutes, right? That's right. Yeah, I love the way you put it in your sermon that you said that just everything that we're doing on Sunday on that service is a rehearsal for the rest of the week. Now, you know about rehearsal, don't you? I do, yeah. Yeah, you grew up playing music, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is rehearsal? 
rehearsal is an opportunity for the band, or maybe you sometimes do it when you're acting too, but sure. where your group to come together and practice yep. to get better, to get out the kinks, to make a plan, mm-hmm. and then you go out and do it. Sure. And uh, Sawyer and I are both band nerds. Yeah. You know, we were both in marching band in high school. Oh, yeah. Um, you can stop listening right now because <laughs> we're not cool enough. Um we're very cool. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Marching band. I was in a rock band, too. Uh, you know, I just played music wherever I could. There I you go. A, I was in the youth symphony. Okay? I, I Whoa. played symphony, you know, jazz, whatever. I'd play whatever any type of music because oh, yeah. I just love music. But, yeah, you get together with the band. You, you practice. You rehearse mm-hmm. for the performance. So what I just kind of use that as an analogy, actually what we're doing on Sundays, that's not the performance. Right. That's the rehearsal so you can go out and perform the rest of the week glorifying God. Mm-hmm. Uh, I reference 1 Corinthians 10.31. So whether you eat or whether you drink, whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. I mean, he says drinking, yeah. right? drinking, eating, basically, you know, it's running the gamut. Anything in your life mm-hmm. could and should be worshipped to God to glorify his name. That's so right. Yeah. So since this podcast is all about the 10,000, <laughs> I mean, it just seems to make so much sense. How do we worship in the 10,000? Mm-hmm. That's the question. What do you That's think? That's the question. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of different ways that we can approach that question. Um, I think... First off, I think before we get started, is just to acknowledge that every single other thing that we can do can be worship. Yes. I think it requires a perspective switch, mm-hmm. perspective shift. Because I don't know about you, when I'm changing the last, the umpteenth diaper or trying mm-hmm. to do laundry or dishes after a long day, or yeah. uh, this past week we had, um, we're having some issues with our car and Sarah had a flat tire and decided to go out and get that fixed and I yeah. wasn't that happy about it. I wasn't thinking about making that worship. Right. And so I think it all starts, like we've talked about a lot on this podcast, with with starting to make that change in our minds and then actually putting it into a practice. That any single thing that we can do can and should mm-hmm. be worship to God. And I think if we approach it that way, it's really going to change not only the ways that we do given things, mm-hmm. but maybe even more importantly, but the attitude and the things that we think that we have to do around them. So... Yeah. Um, Sawyer, you're a three on the Enneagram. I am. I am as well. If you're listening to that, if you know anything about the Enneagram, you know that threes, this, you know, this is a personality system Mm -hmm. and it has nine different numbers, nine different personalities. Threes, like, basically they're performers in a Mm -hmm. sense, you know, they want to look good in front of others. Yeah. Like, so they're they're driven by their ability to do things. To do things that can be seen by others. Yeah, to be seen by others, yeah. Um, so that's something, and if you're listening to this, if you have that personality, or even if you just have that bent, like... And this, I think, goes more than just threes. This is why I'm bringing it up. Yeah. But we're, like, especially the type of people <laughs> that do this. It's like, we want to do different. I act differently if I know that what I'm doing will be seen by others. Mm, me too. Yep. Um, I do a better job if I know that somebody else is going to see it. I uh, act a little better, you know. <laughs> L- let's just be honest. Yeah. And I have realized that, and I sometimes do that on purpose. Like, I want to show this work to somebody else. So I'm going to do a better job. Mm, so if that's the case with me and with you, Sawyer, and with probably quite a few people that are listening, yeah. whether they're a three or not, a lot mm-hmm. of people are like, yeah, I'm going to perform better. I'm going to, you know, dress a little better. Like when you're at home, if you're listening to this podcast right now, <laughs> you don't look as good as you would if you're going out. That's true. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know athleisure is the new thing for everybody, but... Okay, yeah, your your sweatpants and your your sweaty old T-shirt from the team building exercise in 2004. Like, you don't wear that out in public, right? You want to look a little bit better out in public. 
So just having an audience in mind mm-hmm. changes your behavior and your attitudes. There you go. So with worship, what we're saying is that we're not doing it for the other people around us. We're doing it for the audience of one. God. Yeah, God. God mm-hmm. himself. So if we're doing it for his glory, that's why we can do any activity for God. Mm. So that's kind of the change in mindset. What if I were doing this for God? How would I do it? Um, and if you just stopped and think, whatever you're doing right now, if you're listening to this, maybe you're driving. Okay? <laughs> if God saw you're driving. There you go. How would you drive? Mm. If you're running right now, okay, how would you run? You know, running can be worship, right? Oh, yeah. In fact, in Chariots of Fire, the, the movie about, you know, the, the great Christian Eric Liddell mm-hmm. became a missionary to China. He, you know, he said, uh, I, I run, and when I run, I feel his pleasure. Mm. You know, he was running in the Olympics, and he did. He won gold medal in the, in the mile. Yeah. He ran it to glorify God, and he experienced the pleasure of God through that. So if you're running right now, are you running for the glory of God? Right. Does that change it a little bit i think it definitely does i think we often forget that every single thing that we can be doing every single thing that we are doing can be worship yes good enough is good enough or that oh it doesn't matter how i do this nobody's watching i can cut a corner here or uh it, it doesn't matter like how i do this how i approach this situation my attitude in this situation how i treat my family maybe it, it doesn't matter right all those things can be tossed aside but if we approach it as thinking about, wow, I'm doing this as worship to God, that's definitely, it elevates it to another level. Yeah. So it's a mindset shift. Yeah. What else practically can we do, Sawyer, to begin to worship in our 10,000? Yeah, I, I think another thing would really practical would be start to, and we've talked about this a lot on this podcast, is to bring elements of what we do on Sunday mm-hmm. into the rest of your week. So mm-hmm. other examples. Whether that's, Actively praying throughout your week. Okay. We do that on a Sunday. Let's let's live it out and perform it throughout the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's listening to worship music in your sure. car. Yep. That's another great opportunity to, to bring those words, those words that remind you of who God is and, and his character and his love for you throughout your week. That when you're driving around the car, maybe it's turning off all the, the political talk or the, the music that you're listening to and just have a few minutes of just worship there in your car when you're sitting in traffic. Hmm, that's good. Yeah, so you you can make this a regular thing. Right. Or you could make it like specific times, like you're mm-hmm. feeling down. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do worshiping to lift your spirits right. and, and find joy in you know, the joy of the Lord? Mm-hmm. You know, could you do it like whether it's a go-to song or a playlist? A mm-hmm. lot of people, you know, may have Amazon Alexa at home. They might have like I have Amazon Music. Some people have, you know, Spotify, Spotify, or whatever, yeah, yeah, Apple Music, whatever your music is. Maybe make a playlist. Mm-hmm. You can even include some of the songs that you sing here on Sundays. Yeah, absolutely. Say, hey, I'm going to use this. I'm just going to pull out that playlist when I'm feeling down. Maybe when I'm happy, I'm going to pull it out mm-hmm. so that I'm turning my moments of happiness to even greater happiness. Yeah. So that's good. That's good. What else? I think also just looking around at God's creation. Hmm. It's really easy, especially right now as it's cold. You know, we wake up. It might be dark when we're driving to work. When we get to work, we're inside all day. Or maybe you're maybe you're still working from home. You're not even leaving your house. Mm. Getting outside and just appreciating the creation around you, whether that's a park, whether that's your backyard, whether it's going up to the mountains and, and seeing if they're especially beautiful right now with all the snow on them. 
But just going outside and appreciating God's creation absolutely can be worship. Sure, yeah, yeah. And, and you take that, and I would say express it. Like, mm-hmm. if you're with other people, remark on it to other people. Wow, isn't it great that God painted that sunset? Mm-hmm. If you're by yourself, still express it. Mm-hmm. God, thank you so much for creating this. The sunset, the, the snowflakes, yeah. the the animals. Mm-hmm. I, I love looking at the animals. <laughs> like, wow, God, that's creative. Mm-hmm. You know, what? The, maybe the most beautiful thing that God has ever created, like, is the human being. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's pretty incredible, the human mind, holding a baby, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Take the moment to, like, reflect on how great God's creativity in, is in those things. Yeah, yeah that, that's a great way to worship. Any any other ideas? That was all I had off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is good. You know, we talked last week about spiritual conversation with your kids. Mm, yeah. I, I think the same thing should be happening with your kids with, with worship conversations, too. Mm, there you go. You know, um, you, you talked about, hey, you know, what, what were, what's the high point of your day, the low point yeah. of your day. That was your conversation around the dinner table. Mm-hmm. Can be you can turn that high point into a worship point. Like, what can we thank God for today? Yeah, and just take that moment. That's worship, and that's re- remembering to do that throughout the week, throughout our ten thousand, and that just makes us a life of passionate worship. Yeah, um, I, I have this quote from A. W. Tozer, uh, you know, great Christian pastor leader. Mm-hmm. He said, "Go to church once a week and nobody pays attention. Worship God seven days a week and you become strange." Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what we need to do. Like seven days a week, ten thousand minutes. Let's be strange. Let's be passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Because actually, yes, it might be a little unusual, but unusual is good, right? Because people will be captivated by it. That was part of our core value, right? Mm-hmm. We do it passionately. We worship Jesus authentically to glorify God and captivate the unchurched. Because people want to be passionate about stuff. They love passion. Passion rubs off on people. When you see someone being, someone passionate about, like, I don't even know, cubism art. Like, I don't <laughs> like cubism, but wow, you're so passionate about it. Why are you so passionate? Tell me about why you're passionate. Right. So you can rub off and influence others because you have become a week-long worshiper. So you first on Sunday, you've done it the rest of your week as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that unchurched, these captivating the unchurched piece is so important in this, is that... Yes, that is something that we can absolutely do when we're gathered together on a Sunday. If you're inviting your friends, if you're engaging with them, if we have new people come into our building who don't know Jesus, absolutely, we want that to be captivating. But it's so, it's even easier, I think, to captivate the unchurched people in our lives, our coworkers, our friends, our family, our neighbors, as we worship throughout the week. That it isn't just something that happens on Sunday, but as we live, as we worship God, as we make everything that we do worship, and that includes how we interact with other people, the relationships that we have, as we see that relationship with a person who doesn't know God as worship to God, mm-hmm. that can become a powerful way to captivate that person, to give them that spark of interest, that passion, I love the way that put, you put that, the passion to maybe begin having conversations and having opportunities and moments to draw them to God. Yep. I think that's so good. So if you're listening to this right now, you're going to worship God. Are you <laughs> thankful for the podcast? Are you thankful for the technology we have? Like yeah. it all comes from God that mm-hmm. he gave humans the minds to create your iPhone right now that you're listening to or the AirPlay that you're listening to us in the car. So take a moment right now, worship God. Get out your playlist. <laughs> create your playlist in Spotify. That's going to be your new worship playlist. Mm-hmm. It'll get spark that uh, that affection of your heart to, to go to God. But we encourage you to do it. Uh, we encourage you to worship in your 10,000 this week. Well, thanks for listening. 
If you do have any questions, we'd love to cover them. Um, send them to strapatarisedenver.com or mwolfatarisedenver.com. We'd love to. We always love when we get emails interacting with people. Yeah. And if we don't hear from you, we will talk with you again next week. Go out and worship. Thank you so much for listening. Sawyer Trapp again, our associate pastor here at Arise Church. If this podcast has impacted you, if it's made an impact on the life and the way that you live, we want to encourage you to do three things. The first is to subscribe, to get this podcast weekly on whatever device you're listening to. The second is we want to get to know you better. Perhaps we've never met you or you never got the opportunity to join us in person for one of our Sunday morning services. We want to get to know you better. The best way to do that is to have you fill out a form at arisedenver.com slash new, and we will reach out to you personally to get to know you better. And the last thing is if this podcast has been a support in your life and it's been an encouragement, we encourage you to support us. We're all based on your donations, and we want to continue to make an impact in this community for Jesus. So if you visit arisedenver.com slash give, you can support our mission in this community and help more and more people follow Jesus. Thank you so much for listening.